And Ash and I are on the same time zone, right? It's 9 uh, p.m.? Yeah, 10 past 9, yeah. Yeah. Rocking the whatever this time zone is called. I think it's Greenwich Mean Time. I was going to say, is the G, is the, are we the GM? You're in the G to the M to the T. Yeah. GMT? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. This is a very special crossover episode. This episode is the equivalent of bringing your camp friends home to meet your school friends. We have I love it. That's a great analogy. <laughs> we have yeah, it's perfect. We have my sisters, Lily and Becky, joined by Ash of Gold Nerds fame, but also who I podcast with on Behind the Behind the Music for a very special TV-oriented episode. So I hope people have been watching their shows and are ready. But before we get into the show, I want to know how people are doing, because no one ever asks me. Lily, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, getting back in the groove uh, in Spain, getting over that jet lag. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm all right. Enjoying a beautiful September. Very cool. Um, and we count down seven days to my birthday. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which means eight days until I get to start planning my birthday. Classic. You might want to read in right. Ash on the background of Becky's endless birthday plans. Right. Um, and the, but the rule in our house was that Becky couldn't start planning her birthday, which is in December, until at least I had my birthday. So the whole thing was like on October 1st, Becky could start planning her like birthday That's extravaganza. Scary. Yeah. Good, good rules. Um, so that is a youngest so, child yeah. birthday, if I've ever heard one. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I, nothing, nothing overwhelmingly embarrassing happened to me at work this week. So okay. it's All good. Right. No cockroaches or <laughs> no cockroaches overly greased either. thighs. All right, thighs. that's good. Okay, Becky, how are you doing? I realize you you might be in the middle of a medical emergency as we're starting today's program. As we're starting, um, I may be concussed. I'm going to go ahead and just say I have a mild concussion, though I have not sought medical you have not help seen for any, <laughs> any reasonable position. No, no, no. I I texted with my friend who um, has had concussions. And so okay. I think based on that's like his... a step away from Googling concussion. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm talking to someone with firsthand experience. And I think that's based like on our once removed, <laughs> <laughs> I may be, I may have a concussion. I was, uh, we went surfing yesterday and I swapped boards with Vlad and I used his long board, which is just, it's enormous and super heavy. And I get on the board and everyone's joking, Vlad and our other friend who we're surfing with are joking around like, oh, it's a good thing no one's around because Becky's going to injure someone using this board. They were correct. I injured myself. I wiped out and cracked myself in the head with the board. And uh, I may have a mild concussion. I'm not feeling so great. I'm a little out of it. But um, I will do my best. I, that's so, still, by the way, I, I, that's I, like my cover story for not being prepared this week. I, I, as I, I think then for our loyal listeners, that means that we should give you 45 minutes starting now to recount the entire movie Valerian. Because when you had a baby <laughs> and you were out of it, that's what you did. That's like uh, the concussion, <laughs> baby concussion. 
Okay, and now I want to introduce our guest, a dear a dear friend of mine who is really part of our Pottern family, Ashley Miller, uh, the extremely talented writer, uh, comedian, improviser, and TV expert, like knows more about the television world than anyone I've ever met. Ash, welcome. Good to have you here. Thank you. I don't really think I can live up to that introduction, though, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> how is how is your day in the UK today? Um, it's great. The Bills have just won their first game of the season, 27 to 6. I'm feeling great. So. What, what makes you enamored with the Buffalo Bills? Um, well, I grew up in Niagara Falls, and my brother-in-law ah, okay. is from Niagara Falls, New York. So kind of anybody in that area just roots for them. But my brother-in-law is like a diehard Bills fan, okay. and he's been in my life forever, so... Hey, that's and, good and, enough and, for me. And Ash, <laughs> yeah. Ash, like us, shares the Canadian upbringing, so she'll get my references to yes. Canadian television shows and things like that. So yes, so we're, <laughs> we're we're speaking on even ground here. So Ash, one of the things that brought us together, <clears throat> although now that we know each other well, there are so many things that could have brought us together. But yeah. the first and foremost thing is our mutual love of the Goldbergs, which you share also with the rest of the show. And anyone who knows us knows we're huge fans. So. <laughs> I just want to I want to I want to peel that apart a little bit and understand from you why why do you why why should people listening to this podcast check out the Goldbergs if they aren't already watching it cuz it's pretty much the the one of the funniest shows on television and definitely one of the funniest in the last decade. My husband asked me today he was like but do people who aren't Jewish find it funny? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then I was, yes. and then I was, like, it's more like people was, who didn't like, don't have eighties references. Right. Like, I, was like, I think context. it's more about the eighties and being Jewish. I'm like, yeah. of course there's some Jewish like jokes in it, but they're pretty like, ba- like, Common. you know, them. yeah, they're basic. Like, you know, everybody kind of gets those kind like, I assume people know what Hanukkah is. So, you know, <laughs> they've heard of it. So like, that's like the main joke. Other than that, um, I was like, I think it's more about the 80s. But then I was like, you know what? I actually don't know that for sure. So I'll ask. But yeah, I guess everybody, like, it's not just, it's not just a niche show. It's, no. um, and, and Ash, Lily, 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 check this beforehand. You are not, in fact, Jewish. I am not. No. Quite, quite anomalous for most of our guests. Oh, okay. <laughs> Miller is an, an last name that can go either way. Oh, so yeah. That could easily sure. have been one of my campers at camp. And I know a bunch of Jewish Ashleys. So there you have it. Are you sure, Ashley? No, what I was just going to say, because like, <laughs> on my mom's side, we don't know anything about her parents. We actually think she could have been. Jewish, like an Italian Jew, like fleeing, because like there's no records of like my grandparents on my mother's side getting married. There's like we know nothing about them. They died when like my mom and my aunt and that were really young. So possibly you could do a DNA test with who? With um, not what to like, we do it. Oh, we're not get we're not sponsored by these people. Although we, but could, we could be. be. No, I definitely. Uh, and by the way, Ash, I definitely did not do the D. I did not send I my did. DNA to, to some. Because you're just gonna come back ninety eight percent Ashkenazi. You don't need to do it. Shy. <laughs> you know what your birth is. <laughs> but we've <laughs> seen your face, shy. Like you your know. face is the DNA test. <laughs> uh, I don't think I wrote that joke. It's a great joke, but isn't that? I think that's a Andy Samberg joke oh, or something. Yeah. I want to believe that I made that up, but I'm not sure. I was sure. going to say, just go with the fact that you made it up, because it, yeah. it doesn't ring a bell with me, so I think it's, it's fun. Good. Um, what is it? Is it like 23 Me or is that a Tinder oh, app? Oh, we did Ancestry. No. Oh, we did I get what you're saying. I'm, yeah, we did like Ancestry.com or one of those like Mormon ones where they keep all everybody's data. I feel uh, I'm scared to do those things because I'm scared it like falls into the hands of like Scientology or something. 
Uh, well, you you definitely know. you're Mormons, I think, and I and I think you definitely can give them permission to experiment with your DNA. You <laughs> oh, can great. say no. Like, there's a box that you check. Do you give them permission Do to like know that I've done other DNA tests and have given science permission to like use my DNA as they want? Good for I'm you. Like, I'm yeah, for because I I believe that like that's how we're going to um, advance medicine like, you know your, it's just by, your like, ear could be growing on the side of like a rat right now and you like it could know. be someone could yeah. be like, you, you've got good ears so. though in, Be- in becky's case maybe they're using the dna to cure hangriness uh, <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not in the mood today shy i'm not in a mood i don't have patience <laughs> okay well with with all anyway. that with all that being said um one thing that ash has organized before and and i have helped marginally in this but she has done this many times has rallied an entire fan base fan base known as the gold nerds behind an actual emmy campaign for a television show for the goldbergs and its actors to all win emmys um which is frankly bigger and on par with what major studios would do for their television shows so as before we talk about the emmys which is going to be one of our big topics today ash how do you come up with an Emmy campaign? What what are the things that you're trying to do with that? And how do they work in general? Uh, well, I mean, ours is just like a grassroots one. I mean, obviously, the, the studios like Sony, for instance, that makes the Goldbergs, if they did their job properly, would get billboards and like magazine ads and variety and all the trades. Why do but you think they don't? They're just cheap. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even that's my honest answer they're well I guess cheap. they're just like we're we're popular regardless if we win the Emmys or not we don't care well they, they did a massive push in like the second year for they actually put ads and stuff like that out um but then they obviously didn't get nominated because like Emmy voters are snobs so Sony's just gone well we don't really care and just like they're snobs but then I guess we'll get into it later some of the trash shows that win yeah. year after snobs year that just like it just doesn't I think sense. they're I think they're just lazy they're like, you hit it right on the head right there. They're lazy. <laughs> yeah. um, so could you, I thought this year's uh, Emmy campaign was one of the gutsiest ever. And <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. I thought it was great. You did a great yeah. job. And they should be ashamed of themselves. And I, I believe it also was like filled with one of the main themes and the, one of the best elements of the Goldbergs is the Guild. weekly is the weekly Bev bombs. Also, is right. the, is the cursing <laughs> oh, right. that get bleeped oh, yeah. out? And you really embrace that in all of oh, the yeah. uh, in all of the episodes. Now this is an explicit podcast, so you can repeat your things if you want to without a bleep. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, great. I'll keep that in mind for my rants later. But, uh, yeah, well, I mean. We Joe, who helps me run Gold Nerds, which you obviously know, Shy, you, you know Joe. Um, we've done Emmy campaigns like for the past five seasons, and well, obviously nothing's come of it. So this year we were just like, why are we bothering like targeting the Emmy people? Let's just do an Emmy campaign for us. So this is sort of this was, was kind great. of like this is was kind of like what we call like the Gold Nerds like like eat shit campaign. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. If you're like, well, shit. like I'm gonna go down swinging. Yeah, yeah we're exactly. not. Yeah, if you don't was, give a shit about us, we're, yeah. we're just gonna throw this out here now. So, um, that's that's basically how it came about. It was Joe's idea, and I came up. The first one I came up with is the one for Wendy. Um, I think it was like showering or something, which is where all my ideas come from mostly mm-hmm. when I'm in the shower. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm running with this. We're just gonna plaster this everywhere. And I ended up sending it to Adam, and he loved it because I was like a bit nervous, obviously, with it being like quite edgy. 
in terms right. of like getting in your face. So I sent them to Adam. I was like, is this okay? And he was like, I love it. I love it. Just go with it. I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. That's, that's awesome that his attitude great. is well, like yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, so cool. All right. So now we've, we've flirted with the edge of the Emmys. Now there was this year's Emmys, which I I'm maybe sure two out of four of us or one out of four of us actually watched, but it doesn't mean we can't comment on them because all of the clips are shown in okay. nonstop for 24 hours. Afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't seen all the acceptance speeches I want to, but um, that's the only part that I'll watch. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to be completely oh, really? honest. I don't. Well, cause I don't get it. There's nowhere for me to see the whole thing live. Last year was in the states. Ash can probably aired. Ash can probably help you with that. <laughs> Her knowledge. I don't know of what you're talking about. <laughs> watching the dark web in Europe. To be, like I don't have that. Like if when I was in the states last year when it aired and it was in real time and it was at like in the evening I watched it. Like I for sure I'm not I'm not a I'm not a, mm-hmm. I'm not insane. Like I obviously watched it. It was on TV. However, being home and it being like the timing super off and yeah. being honest, hosts I don't really care about. Exactly. No so I was just like, yeah. like, whatever. Then I could just cut the acceptance speeches. I'll do like my going through the acceptance speeches, watching of it, but I don't need to hear all the like bits. So, <laughs> so one, so Ash, there's a game that we play. We have various variations of it. It's called mm-hmm. Buy, Rent, or Meh. And it's essentially <laughs> the official podcast rating system of this podcast. I uh, love it. You either, you either buy, you rant, or meh. And meh can take on a lot of different characteristics based on the way you say it. So if you say meh, you know, that might be one thing. You might say meh, you know, and it's terrible. So uh, one of my sisters, I don't know which one proposed it, but there was, I guess, a wedding proposal that went down on this particular mm-hmm. Emmys. Was someone... There was. So... I, just quickly, let's go around. Buy, rent, or meh, the wedding proposal. You can give an explanation or not. My instinct is meh, even though I know it was oh very Oh, my God. Popular. I feel like Lily would have to say bye because you love romantic moments. I Big declarations of love. But, okay, go like ahead. you wasted your acceptance speech. Like, <laughs> disagree that like, that's a waste. I would think that's that is a great a waste. You can propose at a pizzeria. You cannot thank the entire world for, like, your accomplishment and your career at a pizzeria. So, like, no. Like, dude, Becky, you make it to the Oscars, you win an Oscar, and you turn around and you propose to Vlad, I get up there and I smack you. Yeah, but you have to keep keep things in perspective. One, it's an Emmy, not an Oscar. And the Oscars were also trash. Two, they're all trash. All these things are trash. One, two... He won for directing the Oscars. He didn't like. Let's keep it in You're perspective. Right. But okay. he won what his category point. was. He wasn't writing, you know, his memoir into a script and then directing it. And it was his moment to shine. Also, he knows. Poor. He knows those are directed terribly. Like so, he knows he doesn't deserve it. Chances <laughs> are he's probably won about six times, anyways, because that the Oscars always wins always the like wins. live directing. So and like your next year he'll win to like do a handstand. You're right. He's just <laughs> yeah. like. He'll bring his newborn baby and in or something. My <laughs> instinct is to buy it because so much of these award shows are obviously about the celebrities and the celebrity factor. And here's this guy that, like, no one knows who he is. And he so I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny to have okay. a moment you that was kind of Yeah. So for me, it was like, you know, it was you funny convinced. because no one knows who he is. Okay, over to Ash. <laughs> buy, rent, or meh, a wedding proposal at the Um. House. I will say rent 
Only because it was about the only noteworthy thing that happened at the Emmys. So, <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, all right. Now let's get into the actual substance of this. We'll do a round. Wait, did, what do you, wait, just quickly, did you guys like the hosts? Like, were they good? I didn't even watch I, any of it. No, they're, they're not even good on their day jobs, so I don't know how oh, yeah. why I, they got this. I, I don't I, understand why they got I, I, it. I, I would propose my own TV theory, but I would like, I would love Ash's weigh in on this since you follow this stuff more closely. Lauren Michaels basically programs every evening night of nbc at this point right like he is the producer so and as far as i can tell the various award shows only put their own properties in to host things now to be commercials for their other stuff so i'm guessing this was just a commercial for saturday Saturday night Night live Live. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean the emmys rotate networks i can't remember who who they are on i think they might be on cbs next year so obviously it'll be CBS hosts or you know something equivalent. Oh, I see. Okay, that's a very fair theory. So but they have nobody else. Jeez. I mean. Well, they're... I mean they do. They have to, like Seth Meyers. They had Colbert is last year. They had Colbert, yeah, right? Colbert's CBS. Not, he's CBS. They're not going to have him on right. an NBC telecast. Right. But but no, they but they have for... a bench on NBC <laughs> that is not those two guys. Exactly. Yeah, they're terrible on update. So I, whatever. Okay. okay, good to know. Okay, keep going. All right, so now awards. Uh, I'm just going to pick because again, there's a bunch of us and and we want to get it all in. Everyone, pick one surprise, one disappointment. Who wants to go first? I didn't really think through who should go first, but mm. <laughs> I have to see who people weren't. Or I have to see like their whole category. Well, I can say. say my disappointment, my surprise. Uh, I guess Henry Winkler and Bill Hader are my surprise. I'm I'm because that show is so new. No, and and just because the people they were up against, I feel like they had tough competition with Donald Glover, Anthony Anderson, William H Macy, Ted Danson, Larry David for Bill Hader. I thought that was pretty cool. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. Sure, he's great, but um, like I'm not that invested in that. I'm just surprised. Same with, and, and I'm super happy for Henry Winkler. I am extremely disappointed. Like I cannot. The words are just. Ugh. Tatiana, she like that was my disappointment. She can't be nominated and not win. Like I and Sandra Oh is awesome. She won won before. Who? She only won once before, and she should have won every time. Who beat her this time? Someone who played someone the the crown. Yeah, someone who played like Queen Elizabeth again. Emily is it Emily? Someone I don't even know. I didn't watch the crown. That's it. Claire Foy and and like. Who could, to me, who I would have maybe cared who beat her? Sandra O. Oh, Carrie Russell. I have a super major crush on Carrie Russell, and Sandra O. Oh was great. The Americans is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's brilliant in The Americans. But, like, uh, no. Tatiana, and this was her last chance because the show's over, but she blows all those ladies out of the water. So I was disappointed. Okay. So that was my answer. Yeah. At least she has an award, though. That's like, true. Thank God. Won. Like, please. I then so, would have to boycott the show. So she won't want my world. <laughs> <laughs> it's such security because it's like, I don't know how to, so I was trying to think of an analogy in the car just now when I was coming home and I was like, is it sort of like, like you're as like a frenemy where you hate it, but you can't not like get together and gossip. Like you need to watch, <laughs> but you hate them the entire time. <laughs> Oh. You just feel filthy afterwards. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, why do I keep going back? Exactly. It's like a really bad drug habit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Ash, how about you? Disappointment and surprise. Um, 
surprise, I'll agree with um, Hater. I I think he was kind of a surprise, but kind of not, only because it's an it's a very like insider industry show. So like the fucking voters love that crap. You know, it's a great show. Barry's a great show. It's just it's so inside Hollywood. They love it. Um, but my biggest probably surprise would probably be Miss Maisel, how it dominated. And I'm so happy because A, it's a great show. And two, Amy Sherman Palladino should have had an Emmy in her hand numerous times for the Gilmore Girls and never did. So winner there. Um, yeah, I I agree with that analysis. And, and my d- disappointment would probably be Blackish getting shut out yet again. Uh, yeah. Such uh, yeah. a great show. Yeah, so <laughs> I would say... Well, I, first of all, I I might be the only person, I'm not the only person who really only likes Alex Bornstein on Miss Maisel and the rest of it is is not a show I I like. I thought she was excellent and I love the whole show, so I'm very happy. But I can't say. I thought she deserved it. I I don't think what's her name did necessarily. I, I can't say I was surprised about that show winning or dominating because it just, it, Again, I think it's almost like too much hype. Like when I see the shows that it was up against, to me, Glow, which maybe doesn't have the the weight of Maisel, uh, to me, Glow is is terrific, and I love the second season. So I would have probably rooted for that over. Uh, there's a lot of shows I would have rooted for over Miss Maisel. How about that? Uh, um, uh, but anyways, I I would say my big surprise was Henry Winkler because I didn't really realize that he was nominated number one i thought barry was too recent i thought it was too recent but also the the way i found out was the absolute explosion on social media with people who were so thrilled for him including this gentleman named vernon reed who is the guitar player for uh living color do you guys remember that band from the 90s Mm -hmm. uh and he he wrote like a very heartfelt thing about henry winkler bringing tears to his eyes having an enemy and that's how i realized henry winkler won an emmy so for me that was my big surprise that this like legend of metal guitar uh was like i love henry i love henry winkler (laughs) so that was cool okay Um, i will Wait, well, okay. I got I got oh, a couple go. things to add. Oh, I never really it. got to go. Oh, I thought you said um, you agreed and you were. Oh no, I just in general agreed with what with Ash's assessment. But I want to add um, a surprise. Not I'm surprised that that did you have? Did you guys watch Godless? It was that Netflix series no. that there were no. Merritt Weaver and Jeff Daniels won for Godless. They and did. here's the thing: I love both of them. I love Merritt Weaver. She also won when she was on Nurse Jackie. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she's amazing. I, oh, I'm like she's so excited. Amazing. And I'm so excited that she's being recognized for how good she is because I feel like she can really just fly under the radar. But I'm just surprised because, like, who the hell watched that show? It was so boring. I could not. I could, <laughs> could not. But that's like what Ash is saying. It's like these, like, insider shows that only the people who vote for this I don't, watch. I don't feel like Mira Weaver is, like, an insider in Hollywood at all. Like, I totally feel like she's this amazing actress. actress oh, but Daniels fact, probably is. Sure, yeah. but it just seems like. But I got to tell you. I love her. And I was so excited. This idea of like a female driven Western. I was like, I, I couldn't stay awake. I couldn't even watch the second episode. It was so funny. So that was kind of surprising to me. I'm like, yay. I love her. I'm so happy she won. Why for this show? But, um, I guess maybe maybe I'll watch it. 
they're making amends for like not giving it for like giving her more accolades during like Nurse Jackie or something like that. Like I think the Emmys are just constantly trying to make amends, like catch up with who they should have honored. <laughs> right. So. Right. They're like a good three years behind. Oh, that's very generous. I was thinking at least a decade. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, so speaking of this era, this era, Ash and I were were texting back and forth earlier about this era of peak TV, which is not even a term I like. I've realized I think I just don't like that term because I think TV's been great at lots of times. I love watching TV my whole life. Uh, but one of the things, one of the networks to usher, usher in peak TV, quote unquote, was HBO. HBO, yeah. But, but I feel I am questioning the powerhouse at HBO still. Maybe yeah. they are losing ground, but I look at the yeah. list of the the shows game of thrones okay so it, they are flailing after game yeah, of thrones they're, they're that show they're pissing themselves well, they don't know what to are, do yeah. they are doing well i feel like they're doing really well with half hour comedies they're just not doing well with dramas right now they don't have a great hour-long drama that's going to anchor them after game of thrones ends well they have big little lies too which is why they had to do sure, they had to do a second go, season that's not go on no. for seven seasons no and they had to do a second season because they I were like flailing you. Wait, I is, found is Big Little Lies on HBO? I don't think yeah, it is. It is. I found Godless Boring, Westworld. No, I don't want to go back into uh, that. Westworld again. is terrible. Westworld to me, like I would love to be in that room because Westworld to me was just like it's like when you try you make a really good soup or something and then you try it but without following a recipe and it just happened to work out well. <laughs> or you're following a recipe and then it you lost the book halfway through. Have somebody else come over finish cooking it and it comes out. Really really well and then you're like let's make this again but then everybody you know like there's no way to recreate it and everybody's just confused and nobody knows how to tell the person next to them they're like i don't know what i'm doing and that's <laughs> what is. like there's somebody being like oh wow this is a great story for the show whatever and there's like some poor guy in that writer's room being like i have no idea what's going on <laughs> what that show is and it's that, that is no the perfect analogy it. for that show. <laughs> Nobody. Oh, <laughs> like it's HBO, and it's their second show after Game of Thrones, like their big budget, whatever. There's like no. Finally, someone's gonna. It's like the Emperor has no clothes, right? Somebody's gonna. <laughs> uh, makes so, no so of so, Ash, do do you have an HBO show that you think is killing it? Do you think it's the end of their era? Do you think they've got um, anything on the horizon? Yeah, they'll they'll have something on the horizon. Just. Has anybody seen Sharp Objects? Like, is Amy Adams? That could maybe no. be. I no, have, but I've heard good things. I've heard I mean, good things. But, you know, it's She's really amazing. dark and, you know, it did. It's not going to be know. their Game of Thrones. No, sure. I think it's also just like, again, like a limited series thing. They don't have something that's gearing up to be, you know, a major multi-season powerhouse. So, yeah, but it's really hard to predict those but, things. So mm-hmm. That is true. I would say Game of Thrones, if you had told me that a basically R-rated Lord of the Rings was going to be universally acclaimed. Based on yeah. a set of books that had not been written. <laughs> yeah, and still haven't it. been written. <laughs> right, still haven't been written. I would have been pretty, I would have been pretty surprised. I, I'm pr- still pretty surprised Game of Thrones has the momentum. I actually think HBO is wise to stick a fork in it at this point so they can would appear, well, I don't like the second part of the plan, which is clearly make cheaper spinoffs. Uh, 
but I think... Oh, is that it? I, I, yeah, they're doing, like, a prequel oh. and a sidequel and a, you know, oh, I don't know, maybe... Oh, right, they are doing a prequel about, like, the tree people or whatever. Just, yeah, exactly. We're going to watch <laughs> just a whole show. Oh, those, like, the nymphs? Wild. Yeah, whatever they are. I feel uh, like it's, yeah. So one of the mysterious questions I have about the Emmys, and, and I'm going to turn to Ash for this explanation, which is how do they define a comedy? Because it seems that some shows, uh, I would say... Somebody uh, blind gets blindfolded. Some shows slip, slip, slip in as a comedy when maybe they aren't a comedy or they're a drama well, or not. Well, that happened to Orange is a New Black. First no, thing, it's... Um, they chose it's, uh, to do that. It's, right, they, it's they switch their category. I remember this from when from when I worked on Nurse Jackie. It, it's length um, because comedies are typically thirty minutes or half hour episodes, and dramas are hour long episodes. So if you're thirty minutes, and let's say maybe your show like Barry that's really kind of dark, you're going to default to comedy because you're thirty minutes. And then you know that I mean that's, that's my actually a recent rule though. That rule only came into play about two years ago because Orange Is the New Black kicked off all this like what is a comedy, what is a drama, is a drama? situation. Yeah, and I feel like. If you laugh out loud at it, it's a comedy. Like, I love Donald Glover. I love Atlanta. It is not a comedy. I agree. I completely agree with you. That show is not a comedy. There's funny elements to it. And yeah, but kind there's of... funny elements in, like, Breaking right. Bad. Does that but make it, that a but comedy? Exactly. But I completely agree. Like, I would not say Atlanta is a comedy. I'd say there's things about it that are, you know, really good. Co- like, that are, are good commentary on society that make you scratch your head and kind of laugh to yourself. But yeah. you're not laughing when you watch it doubled over and laughing. right yeah it's the same with like transparent when that was like dominating that was not a comedy either you know it was just like you said it was happened to be the 30 minute but this has been like but this yeah and that's been the problem is that generally when they're submitting to categories it's like oh you're 30 minutes you're a comedy you're an hour you're a drama yeah is there a way they can break out of that? Like, could someone just one day submit their half-hour yeah, show for they a drama? Sweat, yeah. Yeah, you oh, can submit yeah. in either category. And, like, if, if you're a half-hour, say, drama, like, true drama, you can submit in the drama category. And if the Emmy committee goes, we don't think you should be in this category, the, the producers can go and say, look, we are, and here's why. Like, basically go on, like, a panel and say, this is why we're a drama. Or if you're an hour-long comedy, like, um, like Jane the Virgin would have been a co- an hour-long comedy, and they would have had to petition to get into the comedy category. And and Orange is the New Black switched their category. From yeah, one they're, the, the they're, the pro- they're the ones that started all this, so them and Shameless have ruined the Emmy voting system for me. <laughs> ah, wait, which which one did Shameless start at, and then did it start they as both, a comedy and moved to drama? They both started in drama. Um, and then moved to and- comedy? Yeah, and then after the second year of Orange is the New Black, I mean, Shameless had been on for like wait. at least three years. But do you think Orange is the New Black is really a comedy? No, no. Orange is the New Black, I think it was the other way. I feel like they started in comedy and switched to drama. No, no, no. They started in no? drama. Yep. They started in drama, got nothing, and went, oh, we've got funny elements. Because they had that chicken episode, like where it was like they were running around the yard chasing a chicken. They're like, we're a comedy now. You're, like, you're not a comedy. But you agree that that shows a drama. Oh, that's definitely a drama. Oh, Again, okay. it's, like, it's like Breaking Bad. Like Breaking Bad had Saul. He was funny. He was the comedic relief, but it doesn't make Breaking Bad a comedy. Like, is Better Call Saul a comedy? This, no. This is a very good point. I feel like a more important question is, um, Shai, are you heartbroken that Yvonne Strahovski did not win her category? No. So here's my thing with Yvonne Strahovski, who I love, and I wish had gotten to fight a predator in the predator, <laughs> not just not just escape one. Um, 
which you don't even know until the epilogue when they talk about her, but they clearly didn't have enough money to bring her back for a final scene. Uh, I really don't want anything to do with Handmaid's Tale. I know it's probably a masterpiece or something, but number one... I don't know. I, I don't want anything. Some people say, but I don't, I want, don't feel I, like yeah, watching exactly. something that I depressing. I don't want anything to do with it. And uh, and it has Elizabeth Moss, who might be a really nice person, but she is the actress that I, actor, actress, whatever gender, that I like the least in the universe. I can't, <laughs> okay. I can't like, I saw her even on, oh. Broadway, I saw her even perform on Broadway once. So it's not like I haven't. You did? Oh, yeah. You asked for your money back. I, I, I well, no, I couldn't. Like, I didn't know we, she was in this. No, I, I, I'm leaving. Everyone was I'm like, the kidding. person from Mad Men is in this. I'm like, ooh, cool. I'm like, oh no. Anyways. Not this one. So A, I, if for me, anything that involves The Handmaid's Tale being shut out is perfectly fine. Uh, also, because I, I want Yvonne Strahovski to be a super big famous star, but just the right amount that she'll come back and do a Chuck movie. So I, I need the stars. You don't need to, her to be famous. So I need her the stars to align. You don't mind holding her back just a little? Not, not just a little. <laughs> I just need the right amount. That's how I feel. It's terribly selfish about all the Chuck actors. Like I'm rooting for, I root for Zachary Levi. Well, it's, I, working, I, it's working for Zachary Levi because nobody knows where he is. So I, <laughs> your I, little voodoo witchcraft on that poor guy. I'm not, I'm not rooting signing up their, for a check movie i'm not rooting against their career i'm rooting for their career to break in such a way that we all get a satisfying chuck movie unlike Kristen bell who becky and i talked about uh previously who seems to constantly like lead the pack back to veronica mars which is awesome these yeah. th this show for some reason hasn't been able to recoalesce despite Everybody, nobody asked for a Rosanna reboot, and I can't get a Chuck movie. Ugh, exactly. Uh, explain oh, also, to me how was that, that show get a nominee? Like, nom give me a break. It was nomination? on for three minutes. No, like, well, Ro yeah, like, Roseanne, how Roseanne got nominated, but it's Lori Metcalf, so it's kind of yeah. people are like, she, you know, she was in Lady Bird. Let's nominate her for people like her. I guess they were just like, I, I feel, don't you feel like sometimes with the word show, they're like, oh, she was nominated once, let's just nominate her. Yeah, that's like, pretty much it. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, that show does not, if it doesn't complete its season, I don't think it can count. Like, give me a break. Well, it did technically she didn't win. its first run, but. It's... Oh, did it? I thought it was uh -huh, canceled. It... No, it, was, uh, it completed the first, like, reboot run, which was only, like, yeah. nine episodes or 13 episodes. And then they renewed it for a second season, which was going to be full 22 episodes. And then that's I when. Watch it then. Like when it was rebooted the first time, and I'm not gonna watch it when it's rebooted no, the second it time. It is the worst thing ever. <laughs> no. It is no Fuller House, my friends. Oh, <laughs> show is terrible. I, yeah. I am the only one who, for some reason, really likes it. I, and believe me, it took me. Pro this is one of those shows where I'm like, don't worry, just watch a good ten episodes, and then you'll start to like it. No, <laughs> my ten year old self is so annoyed. My my ten year old self is so annoyed because I feel like I would have loved for you to watch Full House with me when I was a kid. I did watch Full <laughs> House like, with you. Not really. Should I watch Full House with us as kids? It was a for family sure. event on Friday yeah, nights. Yeah, we watched we... it every Friday night. But I feel I like mean, you when I was failed on the Full House before uh, Becky uh, uh, and I did. Around yeah, around thirteen or fourteen, when I discovered music and girls, I I I was, <laughs> drifted away. I would sort of reappear <laughs> for Perfect Strangers, uh, which was at nine. And whatever was in that rotating 1030 spot until Step by Step got it. Ugh. And then ruined TGIF yeah. for everyone. That, that, was the, that was the end of TGIF as we knew it. It, yeah. would, it would sort of 
Boy Meets World would it, was Boy Meets World eventually on TGIF? I feel like it was, yeah, but when we probably. were too old. Uh, okay, so now last but not least on the Emmy on the Emmy docket, one pick per person of who you'd like to see or a show you'd like to see win next year. Oh wow. Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> just for what, <laughs> just for, for what, just for being her. Just a humanitarian award for yes. Instance. I'm sure she's doing something amazing right now. Exactly. Um, that's a good question. I'd like to see the chick that plays Kelly in Insecure win for like a supporting comedy role she's because good. yeah, she's good. She is so funny. She's oh, and I think the girl that plays Villanelle on Killing Eve is excellent. There's no reason she shouldn't have been nominated for Best Supporting mm-hmm. for Drama. So, hands down, she should have been recognized. Okay, cool. Ash, you got someone? Um, other other than Wendy. I know we all agree Wendy Goldberg. should oh, win all I the I mean, Oscars. this is a given. Sorry. The Goldbergs, like the entire yeah. cast, should be on there. I sort of... It's a, it's a Shonda. Addition, it's ridiculous. In addition to the Goldbergs. Right. I would like to see Blackish win something. Yeah. Have I, they never I, won I, anything? No. Tracy Ellis Ross won um, a Golden Globe, and that's all we've uh, got. Uh, she's my okay. favorite on that show. They're all just amazing. And on Instagram. Yeah. 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 And on People Instagram. are talking about, like, Anna Kendrick. To me, Tracy Ellis Ross is the only reason to have Instagram. <laughs> oh, my God. But Jennifer Lewis as well. You have to follow oh. her. She's oh, I so will. There we go. Done and done. <laughs> happening live Enjoy. live social happening media signups right happening right now. here so by the way we cannot shout out to all these actors shy like i i'm trying to like write down notes as we're talking <laughs> but literally just it's all no, the actors we're not doing shout outs to the actors we do no, but like you like to like then when we post the episode like put people like that we've talked about's <laughs> name in i can't like i tried <laughs> i started and there's no more room on the paper well we, did, all the we did a tv ever. episode so i would just say i would like to see i would like to see in honor of brooklyn being saved i think andre brower Still, still searching for that Emmy, man. He he's so great in that show, and and is such an un an original character, and I ha- it's like something I haven't seen before. And the duo of him and Andy Samberg is it's just <laughs> elevated by him. And I mean, Andy yeah. Samberg's great on that show, and but Andre Brower is just amazing. Like when he'll yeah. deadpan something that he's like happy, and you can't tell that he's happy. Uh, just amazing. I love that. <laughs> I love that character. Uh, okay. All right. Let's – this is a very, very well-read group on television. So what are people watching? Becky, what are you watching? Oh, I have been uh, – I've been catching up on Insecure. I'm a couple seasons behind. So it was, I've been watching season two the last couple weeks. Um, and I will say what I what I like about the show is – the banter and the outfits, and I think they did a made a smart choice by bringing in more Kelly and more Frida this year. I obviously I identify probably most with Frida on the show. She's the I think like the only white character, but you know she's if you watch it, she's got curly hair. Um, um, and uh, and what I and so I, it's been really really fun watching it. I kind of realized overall it's not that deep it's not that i don't think it's not necessarily an amazing show but i love the costumes and i do think it's very funny so i enjoyed it and i'm gonna watch season three that's what i've been up to oh wait and well you know what it's okay we can skip over it it's some outlander stuff but you know i'm talking about that i have there i have 
Just don't I, you wait. I have out. I'm going to go very quickly, and I'm going to end with Outlander, so I can segue into Lily talking about Outlander. Outlander. <laughs> I'm going to put it put a pin in Alf for Ash and I to talk about when we get to her turn. I started watching Riverdale season, like wherever I missed, stopped watching Riverdale season two, I picked up again. It's like eating candy and chewing it in your teeth. Uh, (laughs) Lindsay, our dear friend, our dear friend of the show and just dear friend and amazing artist, aka Afros XII, she recommends Hilda, an animated show on Netflix to watch with the kids. So I take anything she recommends. So I'm going to check that out. I've been catching up on, of course, take two starring Rachel Bilson. Which is so lovable. And I dedicate my love to it, it my love of it to the, Lons, who is the fellow oh. gold nerd who I, I discovered we both are big Rachel Bilson fans. So that's for her. And then last but not, oh, so second to last, the tunnel recommended by Alana, our dear friend and listener, which is starring Stannis Baratheon from game of thrones but as like a charming funny guy is it, weird yeah but it's like one of these british serial killer shows i really like it, <laughs> it it's it, i mean it's if someone had, if someone had told like me randomly this, like a perfect like dad who's like the most sensitive person i know loves a good uh, british uh, serial if killer. someone if someone told me that this was broadchurch season four but just like they had different characters i'd be like yeah sure whatever i like it same it has the same effect on me and then i finally finished per our tradesies Outlander season one. And the whole of season one. Season whole, I finished okay. season one. So all seventeen episodes, the hour and a half episodes. Thir- when, thirteen. No, it's not so. thirteen. No, they're it's like, like an two, hour long. It's, it's baby. It's it's like sixteen minutes and they are an hour long, like without commercials. Um and I will say that at different points in watching this show, Lily in particular has warned me, oh, wait, just get to this episode. It will be amazing. Oh, just get to this episode. It will be amazing. And I have trusted her at every turn. And only at one time did the episode after one of those episodes did I actually like. And then Ugh. the final two episodes <laughs> of season one was basically a Game of Thrones gruesomeness level extended it was rape it and was torture ins- scene. The ending of season one is crazy. I it, actually couldn't watch it. it, it I just I skipped I skipped large oh, chunks no, of the last I, episodes because it was it's too brutal. I promised my sisters that I would watch this show, and I did, and I am confident that. I am not sure what trade could ever be made with me to get me to watch it again. It was <laughs> really it was, a Chuck movie. A Chuck movie. Uh, it was the ending is so like it was you just like get so wrapped up in it. The guy gets branded and brutalized, and the most yeah. awful things done to him. And most then, awful psychological torture yeah, imaginable. And then they, with, with the like clone ancestor of her actual husband and then they have like a chit chat and then they're like on a boat and everyone's happy and all of the side characters uh, are no, like, no, I mean, if you watch season two, he's, he's no, super he's not happy. Yeah, so um, it was it was it was all it was all of the to be fair, these are things I have criticized about Game of Thrones, which is a show I do watch but kind of hate watch. So it was like all of the things I don't like, especially the last couple episodes, was all of the things I don't like about Game of Thrones without the game or the thrones. 
uh wow i um so that's what i that will say but i'll hand it over to my sisters i respect the fact that you love this show and i'm not gonna so ali hated it to say that oh no ali stopped watching it episodes ago i the only reason why i was able to get to the end was because i finished watching it on my own and then when i told her what happened she was like what is this how could anyone have how could your sisters have said that's so good oh my god i went down the like the 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 yeah, I did not start season three for a long time because season two, the ending leave, left me in a place where I was like, I can't, like, I need a break because it's just, like, too much. And I, thank God I have my Outlander therapist, Becky, to, like, work through my feelings with about <laughs> it because she was like, I understand what you're feeling. It's okay. Don't worry. Like, the whole next season three is not completely what you think it's going to be. And then I was like, oh, no, I just can't watch it. I just can't watch it right now. And then finally I get a text from Becky being like, you got to. Like, I'm pushing you to, to get through three because four. Droughtlander is ending in November. You have to start watching. Right. She's like, you have to catch up so we can watch together. Yeah, that's like, what we call in between seasons during the hiatus. We call it the Droughtlander. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then and so I start three and I was like, OK. And oh, my God, five minutes in. I'm like, I can't believe I waited so long. And I can't stop. Like, I have to. It's like not okay. Like I, I can't stop watching. It's just insane. I love it. And um, the show is basically like most Becky texted me and she was like, I was like, wait, this is also a storyline. How is this happening? And she's like, yeah, Shy mentioned that it, basically the show is just like the plot is who wants at any one given time to sleep with this guy, Jamie, of like anybody. Oh, no matter what gender, entire, like, species, yeah, yeah, time era, matter. like. There's like who wants to have sex with Jamie anyone given time. And I read her back and, and she and I was like, yeah, I guess that is true, because that's basically this new plot line now. A different guy wants to have sex with him. And then another girl wants to have sex with him. She blackmails him to have sex with him. I'm like, that's how bad she wants to have sex with this guy. And then I was like, well, yeah, to be but fair, like, tough he's, but fair. He's the only attractive man in all of 1500 <laughs> Scotland. Because everybody 1700 else. 1700. And I was like, but this is a fair, like, this is a good storyline for this show. I'm like, I, I'm okay with that. It <laughs> seems like it makes sense. Now, um, he, he's going to be in a movie that I want to see. I forget. So I'll. What? He can't be anybody else. He's very, he, to me, he's, yeah, he's in the, he's in the new, um, that comedy movie, the, um, with Mila Kunis. Oh, he is? Right? Oh, that's yeah. cool. Which one? The Spy Who Dumped Me? No. Yeah. She and <laughs> Kate McKinnon, right? They've been yeah. doing oh, like a ton of. What's this? Yeah. He's that's, in that movie. That's amazing. I mean, I don't know how big you guys have actors or actresses who you only want to ever believe is one person. Yeah. Like, I can't see them. No, that, that, that's how I feel for Ivan Strahovski. So, like, yeah. I can't even follow him on Instagram because no. I'm like, mm, you're Jamie Frazier. This is weird. Exactly. Oh, he's going to be in Bloodshot, which is a uh, comic book adaptation from the Valiant comic series, which were those comics I was really into in the 90s. So I'm I'm excited to see him in that with opposite they, Vin, Di- Vin Diesel who's playing Bloodshot. If they call him Jamie and ha- let him like run around and have people want to have sex with him, then that I'm okay with that. I'll his name of his character <laughs> in the movie story. is Corporal Harlan Solong Shiflet or Shiflet. I don't know. Jamie Alexander Malcolm McKenzie. Done. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Ash, what are you watching these days? Um, I started watching um, Kidding, which is Jim Carrey's new show on Showtime. Oh, what did he tell us? Because none of us are going to watch that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but, well, but, I love Jim Carrey, but, so I was really excited. Well, no, but, but sure. Pitch, pitch so do we. But we decided it. as a group that we don't want to do sad Jim Carrey. Yeah, like we want to see a, a Ace Ventura, 
Jim Carrey. I get very sad when I see sad Jim Carrey. But he's such a great actor. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's why I'm so glad you're watching it so you can tell us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I really, I mean, I want this show to do well again. You know, like I, like Lily and I said, we love Jim Carrey. It just looks like a little too depressing. Um, it'll make me anxious. It's, well, I mean, do you guys know what it's about? Like, he plays this, yeah. like, child. Yeah, he's, like, a child uh, presenter on a show yeah. and his, one of his kids dies. It's okay. a, a yeah. depressing sort of overtone, yeah. but, okay, like, it's not, I don't know, it's, I will say it's, like, a bit of a dark, dark comedy. And not in the same way that Atlanta is a dark, dark comedy. You know, it actually has very funny elements to it. So, in comparison to my favorite piece of art ever made about children's television, which is Death to Smoochie. Ooh, oh, really? Good. Oh, yeah. I love that. I, oh, it's a great one. I love that movie, and I think my sisters, you both love it, too. And we're, sure. we're mm-hmm. in the, yeah, we're I in own the, it. That is a buy for me. We're literally. in the minority of humans on this. There's no question about that. Uh, yeah. How is it tonally uh, between between that and Death to Smoochie? Because Death to Smoochie oh, is kind a- of this erratic parody. Yeah. No, you guys don't even bother watching the Jim Carrey show. <laughs> like, if you like, if you like the Death to Smoochie, don't bother. Just leave Jim Carrey to it. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. All right. Uh, any anyone else have any what we're watching, or we'll go to shoutouts and wrap up. Um. Does anybody else with me watch Ozarks? How is that possible? I, I want to watch Ozarks. Oh, no. I uh, want to watch, watch it, but... Ozarks. No. It's not up your alley, um, Ash. I kind of just fell out with Jason Bateman. <gasps> did you? Oh, my God, that's serious. When did that happen? Uh, I don't want to get pl- after like the whole like um, New York Times interview. What, like, what? Did I miss something? What? Oh, I don't. I do not want to crush worlds. Never mind. He's no. Just, what? Well, right, right before Arrested Development, that last season that dropped like a few months ago came out. Oh, and, yeah, I know exactly. Oh. And like Jessica Walter started crying in the interview. And I felt really bad because she's so cute. And, like, everyone stood up for Jeffrey Tambor, who is clearly a narcissist like a and a dickhead person. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, like, a person you never want to deal with. And no one, stuck, like, stuck up for her. And, like, Bateman defended him. And I was like, we're done here. So kind of just washed mm. my hands of that situation. I, I just would like to see Bateman playing more of his comedic characters, like the announcer in Dodgeball or the mm. brother or the brother in... Uh, the sweetest thing, you know, as opposed to just keep playing like George Michael over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or George Michael Bluth, Michael Bluth, Michael George Bluth. Michael is. He had. Um, okay, cool. But Ozark, I really do want to see. It's one of these ones. Like when I'm watching my when I finish my next British crime show, it's like it's almost like I feel like Ozark is like Bosch, where it's like a book, like a beach reading that I pick up. So I'm gonna pick it up and I'm gonna blaze through it and I'm gonna be like, oh, sure. I, I also to me, it's like Breaking Bad meets Sons. There's like a, to me, it's like those two shows. Is it as baby. dark as? Is it as dark as? It can. Shows? It can be as dark as Suns at times. There's, Ooh, there's one. Yeah. Not not as dark as like because Suns is dark like that all the time. But I would say there's like an event maybe in one season that you're like, holy whoa, you know, it it's, not, it's not gory. It you don't see it. Goes it. There, it doesn't necessarily stay there. Exactly. It goes there for like a blip, doesn't stay there, and I you don't way. see it. Lander does shy. What? See what? What does what? The same way it goes dark. It goes like really right. dark. Outlander. Yeah, oh, and Outlander just... does it at a glacial pace too. Like you, they don't, <laughs> they don't leave anything out. 
<laughs> I will say that Ozark, I don't think, is slow. Which Breaking Bad was pretty slow. This is like kind of moves pretty steady. Um, but yeah, there's very few shows I can watch with my husband, so this is one of them. Because like it's not, a lot of people have to like, there has to be some corn to like zombie or serial killing. So <laughs> there's only a lot of options. I make him watch the Girlberg sometimes, which is very funny. He's like, I don't understand these Jews. What are they saying? <laughs> That's all he says. <laughs> And then, uh, uh, yeah. okay, so, all right, shout-outs. Um, Beck, you got any shout-outs this week? I do. I want to I shout-out to my husband and my in-laws for helping me this morning to build a sukkah in our backyard. Um, and that is just, you know, thanks, guys. Shout-out to you for doing that. For those not listening, sukkah is the traditional hut Jews build in their backyards. To symbolize wandering in the desert for a holiday that is starting this evening. I have one in my backyard, too, that I built. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we I have... do not have a backyard. So. <laughs> we we had I do not have one. <laughs> I, I want to just pile on my shout out to your husband and your in-laws because they're wonderful, as as noted last week. Uh, mm. oh, oh, Lil, how about you? Shout outs. Um, I'm going to shout out to, again to my friend, Yurena, who I shouted out a few weeks ago, who really wants to listen to the podcast, but language to my friends here, the language barrier is pretty rough, but she saw that you had tagged her and didn't know how to respond. And so I'm giving her another <laughs> oh. chance. Okay. I was like, you can respond. Just do it in Spanish. Just That's do fine. the translate option on, on Instagram. She yeah, can at least right? see what the post was about. She doesn't have to listen to the whole episode. Um. Uh, so hopefully she'll she'll send Pancake a, a note. Okay, this well, week. I, that would be lovely of her. How about you, Ash? Any any shout outs? Uh, I'll just I'll just give you guys a shout out for inviting me on to like nerd out over here on this <laughs> fun podcast. <laughs> Thank you. All oh right, God, your perspective yes. was oh, so good having you. Bang theory. I, I have oh. I have um I have some shout outs as well. Uh, so I I'm going to shout out to Nick from the Yugo podcast ugo podcast and his crew because they did an amazing predator episode and nick was who interviewed me on the pot against evil last week but but they have their other podcast where they talk about all this awesome geeky stuff and their predator episode was the conversation like as i was listening to it i kept trying to get into and i was sending them emails during it and so if anyone wants a good predator discussion that that episode of their show covers the whole thing. Um, and then on the same subject of The Predator, Big Luke, who writes for 1428 Elm, wrote a terrific review that I agreed with 100%, but I still like the movie. And last but not least, a good friend of ours, uh, Lily's mine and Becky. But you never know. He could show up at your house one day, Ash, and, and start he's a party. Yeah, he's I hope at, so. His name is Donnie <laughs> Disco. And Donnie uh, has started listening to the show and is sending me pictures referring to different things in different episodes. And we will definitely have to have his disco-ness on at some point on the on the program. Epic. He will be a lot of fun. And he comes from a group of, like, hilarious siblings as well. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah, and got- in the, like, you know, he's the commercial media. Uh, oh, he was in Justin. To, he was in from Justin. He's in <laughs> Justin. Yeah, from Justin. That's, that's it. That should just be the only requisite he needs. He's oh, no. in Justin for Kelly. When he, for Kelly. When he comes on, we're not going to talk about what he's directed. I want to know about all the things he was in, namely a detailed description of his experience on From Justin to Kelly. Justin to Kelly. And the time code of so everyone can see the exact moment of when you see his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it to have him on just for the meme. Honestly. <laughs>
<laughs> um, but he's a dear friend. All right, back. Wait, where... before we. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, go ahead. Wait, before we hang, can we just? Can I have like ten seconds of Ash trashing Big Bang Theory? Fifteen oh. seconds on the clock. <laughs> go. Oh, okay. Um, Charlie Sheen is absolutely crazy, but he was right when he said Chuck Lorre was the Antichrist of television. Anything that guy does, right, produces, is the worst thing that has ever happened to the the industry. He is why that people are stupid, and CBS should just die now. It should just like Les Moonves has been booted out for sexual harassment, and I think the whole network should just die with him. That is. Oh, you was used that your good time. Well, that was oh, well. That was well. That was a good recap. I am impressed. It's like the, your You're your elevator pitch <laughs> rant. <laughs> um, not that I needed convincing, because that show is the worst, and it really is. infuriates me that it was nominated and won for so many years right. in a row. To tie it back to the Emmys and the laziness—that's what I was referring to—is a show like Big Bang Theory or Modern Family just winning for like two decades straight, and you're like, "What? Well, People even yeah. still watch these anymore?" No, no. I, thankfully, yeah. Big Bang Theory is and ending. Does it not make you so angered that like Brooklyn Nine Nine gets canceled and then it has to be repicked up by another network? And there's all this drama. Even the Mindy Project, what happened to them? Which yeah, a bad show. But yet, the only reason Big Bang Theory is ending is because what's his face just doesn't feel like doing it anymore. <laughs> oh, are you really? kidding me? Yeah, they, they're not renewing it. Like, it's over after 1,700 seasons because Sheldon, whatever his name is. I'm sure he's like, a nice guy in real life. Whatever his name is. Um, Parsons. Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons. Yeah. he. Everybody else on the cast, because they have nothing to do, they all would, <laughs> like, they're fine doing it again. But he was the one that I was like, I will not renew. <laughs> Don't like, worry. It's going to be announced in, like, two months or something. And they're doing, like, a side spinoff of, like, the Big Bang Theory, where it's all, like, the right. side characters. Can we, and all can their we just get a Blossom theater. reboot, then? Because that's really what I want to I want to go back to the Blossom right. universe. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, does anyone know where Joey Lawrence is? Is I don't he, like, know, bankrupt? I don't know where Joey Lawrence is. I don't but... know, but I need to know what his hair situation is. I'm glad you bring it up. If anybody has a chance, take a look on Google Images. I I'm doing it now. Is it I terrible? Can't... Is it hair plugs? Why does his shaved head have such a very distinct hairline? <laughs> Becky, look it up right now. Yeah, um, I'm concerned with like the one picture that I see. His eyes look like he's had a lot of work. He's very tan. Well, I will say that the guy who played the older he's brother in a tanning bed right now. The guy who played That's the right. older brother on Blossom. Uh-huh. Played oh, a scary. played a evil junkie on uh, Kingdom, Kingdom and like murdered he's one great. of the key characters and like. What was the younger Lawrence brother on? What show was he on? He, he, he was wasn't on. The on he was in Mrs. Doubtfire. No, and what? He, wasn't he on Boy Meets World also? One of the Lawrence no. brothers. Was I feel he like on they, Boy Meets World? At one point, I feel like they brought Not a, the original a, a iteration Lawrence. of the show. No, but at no, some he point, was. He, they were one of like, them left and like he joined didn't Ryder strong or something leave the show and then like one of the lawrence kids popped on oh that that seems likely that seems like so. and then at one point all of the lawrence brothers were on a show where they just yeah. were brothers it called the lawrence brothers something, something. like that <laughs> oh yes they did have a show they had a show with with the brothers and i feel like they were mechanics or something <laughs> yes they were yes they what was were. it called uh, the lawrence oh, oh, i'm sure it. it was something tacky like that yeah oh man oh man um, Okay. Um, brotherly well, love. Anyway. Brotherly, brotherly love. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, like, like sister, sister, or any of the other like WB type 
you know, shows that have the names that are, that, in case you were confused what the show it, is about. It was Brotherly I Love. Feel Who like came up, should, Becky, do you remember the mechanic thing on your own? Yeah, I did. It's yeah. the only detail of the show I remember. Um, But yeah. I feel like we should do a whole segment on shows we vaguely remember, and we're just trying to put pieces together without Google. That, <laughs> that is so good. Sure. But you do agree there's something weird with his hair, right? Definitely. Yeah. There's something weird with his whole face as well. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that whole situation is just Work weird. has been done. Oh, definitely. Um, all right. Okay. Fine. Now we can say we're people. Oh no! That, that was that was that, that was worth it, Will. That was worth <laughs> yeah, it. Thank you. Okay, uh, Becky. Where can people follow you? Paper BK Princess uh, on Twitter. That's my handle. Cool. And Lil. Chichi K Gomez on Twitter is my handle. At <laughs> at at. Am I supposed to say at at? I, I you know I know I think you I think Chichi K Gomez it's implied. Twitter yeah it's implied <laughs> yeah it's implied it's Twitter um, <laughs> I'm comedy underscore girl that is my handle do do you want it all plug the future of the gold nerds world or encourage oh. the, the new at the new season starting this week uh yeah if anybody wants to follow us we are um well you should be doing this part shy because oh, okay. you're part of the gold nerds uh, all right I'll, I'll do that as part of mine okay so you can follow me at pancake for a table on twitter and instagram and as I, I mentioned last week i am proud to have been inducted by ash as she is the leader of the goldbergs uh, gold nerds along with lawns as part of the crew that is going to be doing the social media bit and even podcasting right and uh mm-hmm. and even podcasting about the goldbergs on a weekly basis and i have some fun animations in, in the works for this season so I'm, I'm excited about that and honored to be a part of it uh if you want to uh, listen to ash and my other uh, ash and my other podcast it's called behind the behind the music where we listen where we watch all of the behind the be- behind the music episodes and review them one by one <laughs> We're working our way through them. And otherwise, go to FridayNightMoviePod.com, rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher or any of the places you listen to podcasts. Friday Night Movie and Pancake for a Table will be at the All-Star Comic Con in the Sheridan Tyson's Corner in June 2019. Believe it or not, not too early to get your tickets. You can get tickets already. We are planning fun things for that, and uh, and hopefully at least one of maybe both of my sisters will be there. That's and the plan. That is the plan. And um, uh, let's see, the music's going to kick in, and uh, we'll, we you got to dance in your chair, Ash. That's a big thing. Okay. You dance in your chair, um, Becky and Lily are dancing. Yep, ready dancing. I am. What does it eat? Dancing the face off. And actually, I, I'm very the, carefully dancing. Be careful. Your head. Yeah, so, I'm actually not forward. bobbing at all. Just finger motions. That's it. And uh, thanks everybody for doing this. Bye guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. My brain's not functioning so well, which you'll get in my opening story. So I don't know how um, how ranty I'll be this week. Did you end up going to the hospital? No, I never went to the doctor. Becky might be concussed. Uh, Oh, no.